It's July 11th, 2019, and you are listening to Case by Case. You sound rough. I am under the weather. I, I'm really glad I don't have allergies. You can't see how ugly I look either. I so. thought he had pink eye. I thought his kid <laughs> farted <laughs> in his face. 100%. Actual question asked. Yeah, previous. did your kid fart in your face? Um, today on the pod, not talking about pink eye. Talking about Stranger Things. You don't like Stranger Things. You don't like spoilers. You shouldn't listen. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. If like, you're still watching, come and revisit this pod when you finish because we are going to spoil episodes one, two, three, four. Oh, yeah. Five, six, seven, and episode eight. Definitely eight. Um, with speculations for the future, is there some? Yes, 100%. And we have them right here on Case by Case. We'll probably talk basketball too. Who knows? Here we are, ready to spoil Stranger Things for everyone, or to have a dialogue with people who've actually watched it. Hopper's alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess just, that's a good place to I start. I just like <laughs> had it right in there. No, I don't want to start no, no, there. No, no. I'm just going to let you know, if you finished all eight and heard our disclaimer, Hopper's not dead. There's no way. We can get into that later. Yeah, let's, let's, let's address that later, as yeah. that is... Literally one of the last things to speculate it, in the show. It's absolutely the last thing to speculate. Um, I did send you kind of a list of things I wanted to go over. Just kind of like... Well, I kind of had a jumping off point. Okay? Okay. Um, In the past probably few weeks at Stranger Things... Or like what? It's been out for like a week and a half. We binged it. It's been I out fi- one week today. One week today. Okay. Prior to that and before, I had been getting like Yves Saint Laurent. And I think I talked about this in another podcast yes like ads of like finn something mike wheeler in stranger things looking like a young bob dylan but much much sexier is what they're trying to like put out there <laughs> your words my words i'm saying it out there that east <laughs> st laurent's trying to like use this little 16 year old kid okay. as like a bob dylan-esque thing and then it like you have problems with the young people sex appeal yeah just a little bit because the drastic difference between how they look in real life and how they're portrayed and then like the eighties haircuts and the overuse of the short shorts in this season was something, it was just a very stark contrast. They really hammed up all the references this season. Oh, they really did. Like the eighties clothing was, I mean, I feel like super spot on because looking back on photos of my cousins from the eighties, they looked just like that. Well, you know what then? Let me, let me hit one of the topics that I sent you then. Okay. What was the worst use of product placement in this season? Oh, it was the Coke. It was, it was the Coke. Coke. It was the Coke thing. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. The new Coke. It didn't I, feel real as it was happening. I hardly know that reference at all. I just have heard. I've seen like things talked about it, but I kept waiting for like a joke 
to happen in that exchange. Oh, that it like wasn't just straight the Coke product placement versus New Coke. And I get it was like trying to be funny. He was basically just repeating the ad. Yeah, as in like I don't know, maybe to show how impressionable Coca Cola was. Yeah. yeah, like how Coke dominates everything. Well, I mean, so I guess here, I mean, like some of the contenders would have been like Back to the Future. That's not a product placement. That's just the fact that it's, like it's an amazing, it's not, it's it's an amazing not, movie. But, I mean, it's they hit it home like five or six times. I was so into it. So maybe product placement's the wrong word, but like the references to the time. Uh, I really like the Sam Goody. I like seeing that in the background. Sam Goody, yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Sam Goody. Uh, Gap. Oh, yeah. Gap the, in a way I've never seen it before. So that even like, like cool pre- Gap. <laughs> yeah. That even predates me being in a Gap. It looks pretty cool. Um, I was trying to think. I still like, I like the back, the back to the Future was like referenced a bunch. I love the Dungeons and Dragons is referenced a bunch in this. Did you think that they made Steve like a little too dumb? No. No way. He's always been dumb. But he seems especially dumb. Well, it's because he's wearing a sailor's outfit with like short shorts. Like, I feel but like even that. Even the way really... they talked about, like, I thought. I'm a little younger than the people who would have like seen Back to the Future in theaters, but hmm. the way he would describe it is like not like one of the greatest movies he's ever seen, and more of like, oh, that's the movie where he tries to bang his mom. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like a very if you're high and watching that. I guess if you're that's kind of like pretty a jock, kind of dumb guy, like you go for the easy joke. Well, yeah, but. they're hammering that home from like season one, where he's like with Nancy, and Nancy's much smarter, and Steve's like, "I'm just banking on being popular and this good head of hair." But yeah. he's got no prospects. That's why he's over at uh, Scoops Ahoy, which also is my favorite. I was I, waiting for a Baskin Robbins tie into that since Baskin Robbins was like a big no way was it sponsor was it big of, uh, well they had like they made special ice cream for Stranger Things no and way they scoops, like collectors uh, I don't know gallons they gotta re- like retain some type of integrity with that I'm just saying no in- integrity was gone in the second there was a 35 second ad for Coca Cola <laughs> oh man that like, was that was into the season that was like episode six or seven. Like I've been rewatching Sopranos, and like it's obvious now how much Coke, like paid for product placement then because it was like not as well known then. Coca Cola was not as well known. No, when... the the we the people were doing product placement. Like, oh, it wasn't okay. as widespread knowledge that companies were doing this at the time. I was like, this that's a bold. And then now I notice like how often they hand each other Coke, or how often they take a chug of diet coke in like early 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 seasons and i'm like wow like coke has been on this shit from the jump off i always like it when shows can't afford the product placement so they like tape over the apple on the back of laptops or they like tape over certain things because they're just like we can't afford it i don't think it's they can afford it it's they didn't get paid for it and so they're like if we're not getting paid for it we're not fucking promoting your brand Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because hell Apple yeah. would be like, hell yeah, look, free commercial. For all the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What What I never understood is why shirts get blurred in rap videos. Like, do you have to have permission to, like... I feel like you. I feel like that's an artistic thing where you have to have permission. You must have to. Yeah. Because yeah. they're always blurred in, like, the older videos. Um, yeah, but the Coke ad product placement was probably my least favorite thing. So... Coming off of season two, you would give in season two somewhere in like the five to ten range. Yeah, that's where I was I at. I, I was don't like, want your season three score yet, okay. but uh, improved score? Absolutely. Okay. 100%. What was the um, 
Who was coming into the, the season your favorite character, and who left this season as your favorite character? Favorite season, or favorite character probably coming in was, I'll preface this, I don't, I didn't like this character that much in season two, but I was really excited for like their story in season three, was Billy, hands down. I was like, Billy's going to be super evil season three. There's no way that they just like drop this asshole borderline racist character in here and not make him like lean into being like evil. Also, the whole storyline of him trying to bang Mike's mom was just like the funniest thing to me. It was, but it didn't really go anywhere. It was actually like almost pointless. I was, uh, no way. I thought this. They put it in. No, they were like, hey, look at the sexual tension between Billy and Mike's mom. It's still there from season two. Well, they developed it, it more rather than just like it didn't happen, and then it that was just it. Like it never addressed again. Not that I wanted it to be, but it was like it yeah. kind of felt unnecessary at that point. No way. I thought it was just like I was laughing though when he was like, "It'll be the best workout you've ever had." Oh yeah, that whole scene. Me and Taylor <laughs> were just cracking up. It was like, "Oh my god, Billy is coming guns blazing for Mrs. Wheeler." Yeah. Um, but I think still my favorite character throughout all three seasons has probably been Hopper. Okay. I think it's been Hopper, Mike, probably season two, because that guy just put on a great performance, which leads me to my next point. Mike season three, or not Mike, sorry, Will season three. Mike's not really in season two very much. Yeah, season two, Will puts on that Oscar-winning performance, and season three, Will, is just like, eh. Relegated to the sidelines, really. Just super scared all the time. Just super scared. And And now he has, like, spider sense. He's got like, yeah, that, that was, we can talk about that. It really bummed me out. Like all of a sudden he has Spidey sense where he's just like, oh, yeah, they're, I, they're tingling. They're tingling. That yeah, was, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get into our, our qualms, but yeah, that's definitely one of mine. For sure. So Hopper, what, what was yours? Hopper season one through three is on a, he three peated for you. I think so. Yeah. Probably okay. Hopper 11's. I mean, super good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say she's my favorite because there's not like a whole lot of. Depth yeah, and there. while like and while like you can be like, yeah, Mike was really good in season two. Like, first round draft pick, you're taking Hopper over. I'm taking Hopper, yeah. yeah. First round draft picks gotta be Hopper for sure. I think, um, I think season one, I, I probably would have gotten Steve. Yeah. Because of his like, you hate him and then you love him was such like a I get sea it. change. Yeah. Um. Season two, man, season two was so forgettable for me. I can barely recall There's, the damn season. Yeah. Though the recap, did you watch the recap? No, I wouldn't let me. Like, I skipped it accidentally, and then Netflix just saying, if you skip that recap, you can't, like, rewatch it. Oh, you can. You have to go to the uh, trailers and more. Oh, and my God. And then the God. recap's in there. Okay. With, with all the trailers and the behind I didn't the scenes want to stuff. I do that. I was kind of. But the recap it. is super, super good. And so. Really? Yeah. So I watched it. It's like three minutes, four minutes. And I was like, you know what? Maybe season two was pretty good. Well, season two, the most memorable part for me is like Will is like freaking out the whole time. And it's. it's See, I think of season two and I think of. A few things. One of the things I think of is Samwise Gamgee getting oh, yeah. eaten by dogs. Sean Astin, R.I.P. Baby. Um, I think of the terrible Eleven episode in Chicago or wherever she oh, went. Oh, so stupid! Yeah. And that's those are the first two things that come to mind. So it's not like a super. Even when she closes the portal at season three, she's like like gothed up. She got the hair slicked back. Yeah. They like did her up from that time she spent in the big city. I didn't like it too much. I didn't like it. I did like Eleven style. This season yes. for sure well they're like how she's like how will i know what i like 
And then she just dresses exactly like the mannequin. Yeah, she's like, oh, well, <laughs> that looks cool. I'll do that. She picks <laughs> everything. I kind of wish that they had given her, like, her own. No way. Just like, like, um, can we talk about why she still talks like. She was locked in a cage. Okay, but, like, like a damn near decade has gone by with these kids, it seems like. It's not been a decade. It's been, like, three years. Okay. She barely communicates. Did you never watch Nell? Okay, but this is her speaking joke. has not improved since season one. It's definitely improved. In season one, she's like, Mike, no. but And she's still like, she even this say, season, she's like, you don't lie to friends. And I'm like, why is she still talking like a robot? <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't sound like a robot. It sounds like a three-year-old. Which leads me to my my hot take. What's up? What is Mike seeing in 11? Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I think we need to talk about this. Hot tight. <laughs> they're like they're adorable. They're adorable. Okay. Besides physical attraction, what does she bring into the table? Superpowers. <laughs> yeah. uh, definitely better because looking she can't than put, Mike. She can't put together a sentence, so they're not in there talking about anything. She hasn't seen any of the latest movies or any of the latest. Oh books. man, <laughs> you're just like man. Eleven's a big old dummy. I don't like. I'm just your like, team, Mike. This, I get it. At this point, you've got to start putting some personality together. They're, well, how old are they supposed to be in this? 13 to 14. Yeah. Right? I think they're like, like 12 that. to yeah. 13 is the range. They're acting it. like it's only been three years since the original Is that what it season, is? I believe. Okay. So they're like 12, 13 at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't Man, know. I watched the season one trailer and they look so young oh the even like the so recaps. much cooler with her head shaved yeah she really does the like, flashbacks to like previous seasons it's like oh my gosh yeah you changed well it made me realize how much like more i liked time. her in season one like i loved 11 in season one and now i'm just like well you liked maybe you liked like the trope you liked the the shaved head the pink dress and like the blue oversized coat and that she was just eating ego waffles well, and i felt like her powers only came out when like truly necessary yeah. Like, there's that scene where in season one where they're all riding bikes towards the van, the very ETS scene. Okay. And she, like, kind of, like, squints, and the van, like, goes over there. Oh, that was super cool. Such a good scene. And now she's, like, closing doors. Do you... Did you... Well, I think they addressed that a little bit with, like, overusing she, her powers. And she's, like, getting a nosebleed. Like, even from the small... She's, like, opening... She's always got a nosebleed from it. But even the smallest ones... You just feel like it was... Did it gross you out? You're just like, I hate seeing that much No, nosebleed. just, like... You know, maybe, like, the nosebleed you get from fighting Billy the Monster, like, covers your face Andrew WK style. Oh, okay. Rather than, like, I'm searching for Billy well, and I'm, like, bleeding tissue yeah, all over the place. Like, I close the door, I have a nosebleed, I just fought the strongest monster ever, I have the same amount of blood coming out of my nose. You like, think they went, like, full Matrix Reloaded with her powers, like, just completely abused it and, like, went over the top with it? Um, no. But I would have liked to see her lose. They literally just had the stripper of her powers. Oh, I was going to say, like, she lost in yeah. the biggest way. Like, she has no powers at this point. But For uh, some reason, which is still very unclear to me. Like, the that. Well, so they talked about how she has to, in earlier seasons, how she. It's kind of like a battery that has to recharge. Right. But then there's, like, a six month later scene and she still can't even, like, move She a book. still can't do it. And it was it, like, that thing that was in her leg once they took it out? She goes back to try and crush the Coke can. Did that, like, take her powers? Does she need the Demogorgon to get him back? Well, then, okay. So, I don't want to jump too far ahead. Yeah, so t- t- for the long-winded way of me answering this is my favorite in season one is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming back around. <laughs> my favorite in season one is Steve. My favorite in season two is, I'll just say Hopper. 
because I don't even remember anything else in season two. Easy pick. Season three, I think it's neck and neck between Hopper and Steve again. They're the best characters. Steve is so good. I think for both of us, it's like... Steve was like really kind of just like dumbed down and like comic relief for like seven or eight episodes and then he gets his like Steve moment and you're like I knew I knew like that guy Steve's good yeah they did the same thing with like Hopper it was like wow like they're really laying into the comic relief with Hopper here like they're really going oh and then he gives you like the performance and then he gives you lifetime he gives you what you need in the last episode and you're like god damn I love Chief Hopper it was episode one where he freaks out at Mike where he's like insane he's gonna murder a child and then season eight or episode eight where he's like goes all heartfelt on you i'm like yeah hopper's my bet he's the best yeah i'm gonna give hopper the season three mvp yeah well done hopper good job not really a fair competition because nobody else like gets this the moment i'm gonna say winona is an easy contender in season one for sure this season not so much uh yeah season one is is good uh winona um but in large part because the mystery of the upside down is still there. Yeah. And so she's like trying to communicate through those lights and that that was whole, so good. everything with that is so good. Uh, well, so, with so, that, okay. who's your least favorite? Least valuable player. Oh, who's um, least valuable player this year? Least improved. Okay. Season one. I got two for sure. Season one. I'm going to say, I'm going to jump in cause I know you're, you're pondering. Yeah. Now. I'm going to say for three seasons consistently, this guy is always in the bottom three for me or bottom two, and it's Jonathan. Jonathan in season one, you're kind of rooting for the underdog. It's Will's older brother. Oh. Nancy's, like, love interest and kind of growing. I like this take. Okay. I like this take. For three seasons in a row, you're like, oh, you're rooting for the underdog a little bit, but you still like Steve better. Steve's an asshole. That was the problem is, like, originally you're like, okay, I could see Tim jo- Team Jonathan. He's better for Nancy. Yeah. He understands her. And then Steve becomes a great guy. But- and you're like, have we... Are we completely checked out on Steve, Nancy? Yeah, I mean, think, <laughs> think about re- Steve's pretty cool. Do we want to revisit that? He's got the hair. No, Jonathan in season one is like a total creeper. Like, I'm going to take photos of you from the bushes. I see Barb getting murdered. Season two, it's like, oh, they're building this relationship that was, again. That is a- actually what happened. That's literally what happened. It's like, I'm taking photos from the <laughs> I mean, bushes. he does look down at his camera, which does not have a viewfinder. But somehow is able to see it. <laughs> the, and then... Like, why are you looking down? Just, like, keep looking at Barb. He's got to, I don't know. He looks no down idea. at his camera, looks at Barb's gone, and he's like, well. Maybe I can. I'm suspicious that something crazy is going on, and someone just disappeared in front of me, but I'm not going to follow up on yeah. this. This is also Taylor's least favorite character. She had this whole thing where she's like, I don't like the way Jonathan talks to Nancy. That's disrespectful. He needs to stop being so goddamn controlling. Um, I don't. I can kind of see it. He just, like, doesn't like her. I think she's he's team like, Steve hard. I think. Jonathan is speaking out of protection. I Na- think so. Nancy's overstepping her bounds. Oh, Nancy's easily in my bottom three. Not as that well she doesn't. Least not, not that she should be talked to the way that she's talked to. Yeah. By the by the uh, uppers uh, at the newspaper, but I mean, you're the coffee girl. She's like, lacking some perspective. Yeah, like, she is. You get coffee and you bring lunch. Like maybe, like put in some time. But I'm like, you know what she's doing? What's up? She's Casey Ruiz in it. What's up? Like she's, working... she's been there for three months, and she's like, why am I not head chef? <laughs> Nancy, I relate. I really, really do. <laughs> oh, man. That's that's a fair take. I'll give you that one. Well done. 
Um, you know what? I would. But she's also in my bottom three of characters. Nancy is definitely in my top three of of least valuable player. Yeah. But I'm going for three consecutive seasons. Um, the parents. Oh, Mrs. Wheeler. Not Mrs. Wheeler. She's actually kind of the one, only one that's involved. Yeah. But you're but saying parents. Every in other parent. Where are you? you? What's going on? No one knows where the kid is. No. There's been two monster attacks. They address it once in the season. <laughs> they were like, it's summer. Yeah, yeah. That was their justification. Yeah, like, you know, uh, it's summer. Who knows where they are? And they, she's know, the only one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. The parents. The parents. And, and actually, I'm just going to say adults. Like, if you remove Winona and Chief Hopper from the city, um, what's well, the name of the, the city again? I don't know. Shit, I just saw like the whole Nike sweatshirt and everything too. With that about it, yeah. Oh, I have no. Man, neither one of us know the name of the city. That's I don't know bad. where it's at. That's Man, it's bad. in Indiana somewhere. Hawkins, 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 okay. Indiana. Hawkins in general seems like actually kind of a shitty place. It seems like it looks really cute, but it's got that small town vibe. The but, downtown um, is now decrepit. Yeah, the there's mayor's m- like mad corrupt and like there's Russians infiltrating people vote mayors in the office. Yeah. So So the people <laughs> suck too. Yeah. And there's like monsters everywhere. Like why isn't this town like abandoned at this yeah. point? Missing uh, children, dead people. Yeah, it's not a good look. It seems I, like a high crime rate based on like if you were like crime per capita. Per capita. It, Hawkins is number Hawk, one. Hawkins is up it there. It beats with, Chicago and like, D.C. It's like Baltimore, Hawkins, <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, easily. <laughs> easily. Like, easily. Um, yeah, I like the least. You know who was a sleeper for me, though? And I wasn't annoyed at this character because sometimes I hate when they make one character too comic reliefy. Was Little Sister. Little Sister. What at is her I, name? At first I hated her. Same. I was like, for one, I was kind of annoyed that they were making her like a sassy black girl. Right, that's what I was going to do. Was like, wow, you're, you're leaning like, into this trope. Um, new characters in general, I'm out on because Same. you've already got so many characters. Too many. Give, you know, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring up the IMDb page so I can have people's names this time instead of calling it like Toothless Boy. And oh my god, <laughs> his name's not Toothless. Yeah, I, I don't want to call anyone by that this time. Um, I think this. What is her name? Because this is going to be the worst part is that we can't find her name. I opened uh, Lucas's, The Strangers. Lucas's younger sister. Yeah, Lucas's younger sister I have a problem with because okay. give Lucas those lines, that spot. You think he should get that? I hate that him and Max he hasn't are- gotten to do shit since season one. Yeah, he's he's a really underdeveloped character as far as these guys go, and I don't like it that much. He's kind of the voice of reason. Do you think he is? Like, what I remember is season one, 11 is like, yeah, I know where Will's at. He's in this area. He's alive. They show up. They pull the fake body out of the. Oh, that's right. He's like, yo, we got to like tell adults about this. Why are we children doing this? They're playing the same song that they end season three with, the hero song. That's what Taylor said. I didn't notice that, but she was like, oh, they're going to play this song. It's going to make me cry. And I was like, oh, shoot. There we go. Thanks, Peter Carroll. Her name's Erica. So Lucas. Lucas has been given nothing to do, and yet they continue to give more characters. Within the last two seasons, they introduced Billy. Um, what's Billy's little sister's name? Max. Erica. Oh, Max. wait. Max, Max. Yeah. Erica. And then... Um, they give Mrs. Wheeler a weird role. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. You've made... Is his name Dustin? The Yes, Dustin. 
Oh, and they for re- some reason brought in Jack Busey, Gary Busey's younger brother. So I brother. thought he was going to have a, a way more prominent role. I was role really hoping Because he has that. crazy face. He's so crazy. That's <laughs> a Busey he, face. They way underused crazy Busey. Yeah. Like he gets that one scene in the hospital. Isn't he in Starship Troopers? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> crazy Busey is in like a bunch of different random things. And he's That's in like the him. Frighteners. And like his job in both those movies is just to make the craziest faces he can make. It's like we can't afford Gary Busey also. We don't know where he's when at. When I saw that he was in that, I was like, oh yeah. Hell yeah. We're I was so psyched. Crazy Busey. Yeah, I was like, uh, oh my. <laughs> Taylor's like, who is this guy and why does he look so familiar? It's like, oh, that's a Busey. Yeah. You've ever seen one. Oh, I have yeah. another take from my least favorite character, just aside from the main ones. The Dolph Lundgren looking dude, like the Russian guy who's like coming for everyone. I hate that trope. I hate when they give you like but I think a the, monolithic I, I think Russian they did that on purpose. I think they were really playing into 80s movies while also addressing the 80s. I hate it in Rocky. The whole like Russia is evil thing. Yeah, I love that. I love that they <laughs> use the word commie so much. Uh, funny story, I got in trouble in ninth grade for using the word commie in a paper. And I said something like, <laughs> I said, like, yeah, these dirty commies are coming for Vietnam or something like that. And I got in trouble for using a derogatory term. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was really funny. Like, so a commie, uh, a beaner, and, a, and she's like, Casey. Casey, you, you can't say those like things. This. <laughs> Casey, you're not Shay Serrano. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I don't like that. I've never liked that trope. Yeah, uh, I just, I don't mind it if it's consistent. In the very beginning, he's like superhuman strength. He chokes a guy out by holding him up with one I arm. I thought he was going to have superpowers or something. And then, like, he kind of loses two fist fights with Hopper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hopper, out of shape cop. Like, going. I love the Miami Vice thing they got going that on with Hopper great. this year. But. Like that guy is so he's gained significant weight this season and it's, it's really smoking weird like a like, chimney. I was like, weren't you in Hellboy recently? Like, was he? Yeah, I he, think he packed it on. Like he's leaning into that like, dad. Vibe. They were showing that he was like in this like the best shape of his life for his Hellboy role. Whoa! And so I was like, kind of expecting, and maybe he turned the corner too much to like get back into his Hopper role. Nah, he's doing that like Jason Momoa dad bob thing going on. That's what's happening. He's just packing on that weight a little bit, leaning into it. Okay, like it's not a big deal. So, your least favorite is Jonathan. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hell's up with his hair? Bum That's me out. A t- I mean, like, you know I- why? It's because he's like, okay, so the evil side is called chaotic evil. What's what's the super, super good of cha- uh You know where- Benevolent like good or something? I don't know. Yeah, he's like too good. It's too you good. You know, it's like, he doesn't really have a, a character. Oh. You know. Do you have like a worse character than Jonathan no, that you just thought I, of? No, I just thought of a, a new subtopic under that. Okay. Favorite non-main character. Oh, my God. Because we were both like Steve Hopper. Okay, like these yeah. Are, these are big hitters. Okay, yeah, sure. Well, you clearly have an answer. Yeah. Give it to me. <laughs> the the bald guy uh, who speaks Russian. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's in so many things that I really, really like. Um, he's always funny. He's always funny, and he looks insane. The fact that he still is like rocking that comb over uh, in every role he plays. Man, you came up with this and don't know his name, and now I'm like struggling to look it up. So, <laughs> Everyone knows who I'm talking about. No, he's in the show Love. Yeah, he was in that. He's also. I mean, he's always in like. His name is like, this is it, right? Brett Gelman. Brett Gelman, and he plays Murray. 
Oh, dude, he's so good. Brett Gelman is the best. Yeah, Brett. Murray is really, really good in this, and his relationship with the actual Russian. Yeah. That Okay, so that's that's what I'll go into. So let me get your... Oh, him and Alexi? Yeah. So who's your secondary favorite? Your Man, I hate that you said that because I can't deny it. That guy was my yeah. favorite. He was so good. He's really, like, making the most out of each moment he gets on screen. I just... It, he has the... He has the effect that I think, uh, who have we talked about? Step Brothers. What's his name? Curly John hair. C. Riley. He has the John C. Riley effect on me. I look at him and I just <laughs> think that's kind of funny. Just like looking at him, I think anything you do is going to be funny to me. Um, something they did much better this season is they kind of made you care about everyone. Yeah. Um, so that was good. We didn't know much about Alexi, but yet when Alexi. Uh, gets killed it's kind of devastating i was like what i was very upset <laughs> yeah it was brutal they made that the what they did with the small amount of time that they had alexi part of the crew well done season season three step and hopper being right about him not leaving oh it was good that was, that was so, a great scene really good. yeah man because no one thought he was right that was miami vice right there that was some tom Selleck shit that's, Absolutely. That's Magnum P.I. That's Magnum P.I. Oh, wait. <laughs> Tom Selleck. Oh, yeah. Miami Vice is uh, Don Johnson. Oh, shit. I don't know these things, man. I'm sorry. Um, What else do we have? Okay. Who's the worst actor on the show? Oh, it's either Jonathan or Max. Hands down. Oh, Max is pretty bad. She's pretty bad. I hate saying that about a child. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, if, just disclaimer. We're just... Two grown that. men talking about this, but Jonathan, you're a bad actor. Max, you're a bad actor. I'm sorry. So you think Jonathan's a bad actor? Yeah, I think he's a bad. actor. You know he's British. Yeah, I think he's bad. <laughs> I don't care he's British. <laughs> I just mean like you know. I like how the you fact think that it never slips. Does it out. make him like more refined somehow? Well, obviously, but as <laughs> I eat my scone. Oh yeah. But, yeah, um, he's he's bad. It never slips. Max is bad too. Oh, uh, man. Do you have, like, a use at least? Worst actor is, I mean, I don't think I have one. I don't think anyone was, I mean, hot take 11, maybe. <laughs> oh, man. But in her defense, she had to work with, like, things that weren't there. I don't think she was bad. I thought there were some roles where she's, she like, doing, like, freaking out. You still, the, I didn't like the hands. Yeah, I didn't I like just, the hands that much. I'm glad I wasn't alone in this. Like, the hands and the moving of things and throwing things out of windows. But I thought like, her freaking out at stuff and, like, showing a lot of emotion for somebody who does not yeah. verbally emote a lot, I thought was good. Yeah. So you can't not. No, I, I disagree with Eleven. I'll let you have your hot take, but I disagree with it. It It's not a fair one because she has to work with, like, nothing in front of her. It's like she had to, like, act next to, like, Gollum, who's not there or something. Right. I mean, yeah. But, yeah, I, the hand scenes were so bad for me. It was just very, it was like, just so. Eh. There's obviously CGI, and it never sure. felt part of the show. I guess I'll go with Max. Yeah, Max. There you go, yeah. Stuff. Sorry, yeah. Max. I hadn't even thought of that, and here I am agreeing with you. Okay, yeah, who's yeah. the best actor on the show? Ooh, Hopper. Oh, you think? I kind of feel like that's just him. I hate saying <laughs> that. Yeah, I feel like he's playing a character that, well, I think he lean, can lean into like that look he's got going on, but I think Hopper did an amazing job. Okay. Um, I think Will, they like didn't, I thought he what? was great in season two and so good at acting like scared and sad. I, re- I rewatched season one, episode three or four. Yeah. And I was like, wow, all these kids are really good actors good that actors. are no longer being used the same way. That's what I thought, too. They kind of leaned into some bigger hitters this year. 
Um, the best yeah. actor. Yeah. I think Will's a great actor. I think Mike's pretty good. Yeah, Will. I mean, Will proved that he's good in season two. I but think this Dustin's a good bad. actor. Who? Which one's Dustin? Your toothless boy. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think Dustin's really good. He, he laid it on a little too heavy. Like he was going for it to steal a category from the rewatchables that yeah. the Ringer does. They do the uh, they knew award. The guy who's like obviously like going for like an Emmy or an Oscar. So I'm getting that. Yeah, <laughs> like they're going for it too hard. Oh, Dustin, they, you think where that? they go too far? So it actually. It went from good to bad because it went too far. Okay. All right. I, yeah. I give that to Dustin. All right. Yeah. Dustin gets the too far award. Uh, do you have a favorite moment from this season? Favorite moment? I mean, can I just say episode eight? I mean, episode, uh, yeah. Episode eight, but I think for me, it was yeah, so we, good. If you had to choose a moment, my moment would be the reading of the letter. Oh, shit. I hate that. I didn't want that to be my favorite <laughs> moment. And you know it's coming. You know it's coming. Yeah. You know he's going to do the voiceover before she starts reading. It's so good. And yet, it's so good. I was tearing up watching it. Taylor's Taylor's crying. I'm oh, like, yeah. I've got them. They're collecting. I'm just like, bags. I'm just sitting right here watching <laughs> this. Like, ah, I was by myself when I watched it, so I really got to kind of just let a couple go. Just let it, let it happen. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there watching this, drinking wine, and just, it was brutal. Yeah. I think second favorite moment behind that, because that's like the easy pick, is like obviously Hopper reading the letter to Eleven and like showing the cutaway. And then Heroes comes on by Peter Gabriel, Jesus, Billy saving Eleven, I thought was the most redeeming thing. Like they kind of cut away. But you kind of feel it coming. That's that's the only part that that happened. A little bit, yeah. That's why I say there are three awesome, four awesome moments in, in episode eight. One is Steve saving Nancy. Oh, ball! Because I literally, I had literally forgotten he was on his way. Yeah. So that scene really was good. Baller move, T boning Billy. And that move would have been so much better if they hadn't done the last second save forty five times in the show. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) And if that was like the first or second time, that well, I'm just glad it wasn't eleven with the last minute save. That's what I'm saying. But I think we both knew Nancy was not going to get crushed between the car. So that's what sucked. Yeah. Okay. Um, I kind of wanted it to happen. I a like bit. that. Th- I did too. I was yeah. Like, I was know, like, someone's you know gotta go. I kill her off. Let's someone's gotta go. All right, Nancy. Like Jonathan's just gonna continue to be sad. He just keeps playing this role. Um, their use of Billy is actually perfect. So good. So I, as before the season, I'd complained that he had gotten no character arc, and he gets his arc. In he this got one. his arc. There's like, sorry, Mrs. Wheeler, get out of here. I got bigger things to deal with. <laughs> he gets his arc, um, and they kill him off. In a way that makes us care about him. So we go from like hating him to caring about him. And then killing him off makes sense because really that character doesn't have anything to offer the show anymore. Nothing. So yeah, really perfect send off for him. I was disappointed that nobody besides Billy died. Well, I guess Harp, Harp, Hop, uh, Hopper, but we can get into that. Anyone, we'll get into that yeah, in a I don't second. Think anyone, yeah. I think it's time for someone to go. Uh, you're saying like one of the kids. You're saying a kid's gonna die. It doesn't even have to be like um one of the five fat four. You know, what I'm saying hot take. One of those kids has got to die. Like I'm saying, kill off one Nancy of them. Nancy or who's your least favorite? Jonathan. Jonathan. Those are too easy. You could have killed one of them off. Yeah. And we could have at least felt like, hey, there's some risk involved fighting monsters. Oh yeah. But when like ten children survive 
the third monster attack. Yeah, and like all it's these not, people are dissolved and die. And it's get, not feeling as threatening anymore. No, definitely not. Which which leads me. Oh, did you give so one moment? Your favorite moment is the saving of Nancy. I mean, the saving of a uh, saving 11. of uh, Billy saving Eleven. That was so. I'll good. choose that same scene actually okay. because of the moments just prior to that. I would count that as one scene where okay. where he's like, where she's like, she you're on a beach, her hair's blonde. It was very good, and you see him go from like, like his acting just in facially, his yeah, facial expressions. It's good, really great. Dacker uh, Montgomery, thanks so much. Yes. You will be missed on Stranger Things. We salute your handsomeness. Yeah, man, you're a handsome dude. Actually, he's more pretty than handsome. He's not really a handsome. It's that guy, mustache, like, that mustache, really gets it like a like a 18th century kind of regalness <laughs> to him. You know, he's like the man behind the Iron Mask. Yeah, absolutely. That's a pencil thin mustache. That's like a Stephen A. Smith mustache. He, he, he should be one of the new Three Musketeers if they recast that movie. Ooh. He could be D'Artagnan. Oh man, I don't know Three Musketeers. I'm sorry. I don't Hollywood. If you're listening. I've got ideas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have a least favorite moment in the season? If we're doing like favorite moment, least favorite moment, or least favorite like storyline or like subplot. Pretty much anything that had to do with uh, Jonathan, Jonathan and Nancy's whole thing. Any, any scene with Jonathan. Um, I thought the first three episodes were really wasted. Nah, I don't think so. I thought episode one was good. They were really episode one was good. Yeah. But I thought they I would say my least favorite scene was them trying to make Dustin feel like a loser. Oh yeah, it in felt like the first a episode over the top where they're like he was only gone a month, like well I guess and like Mike He's gone a month and he's like, "Hey," and everybody's like, "Grow up, loser." <laughs> <laughs> he's like hey i built this awesome control tower that you can talk north pole south pole well they did the same thing with will reels like they had that one moment where like i'm sorry you don't like girls yeah. and it's like oh shit will's <laughs> yeah. gay will's 100 gay <laughs> I, that's definitely <laughs> that's the takeaway take is that no he's like i want to be with my friends and then he's like would you think i was never going to try to hit that Oh man! <laughs> no, Will's totally gay. They talk about it in season one and two, and like in this one, they're like, you know, that would it's kind of like a subtle that blow. Would explain a lot. Yeah, dude, it's like a subtle blow to him. A little like Mike knows they like both know, but they're not talking about it a little bit. Okay, but uh, yeah, it's very innocent. My Will just wants to like hang out with his favorite, friends. Yeah, my least favorite is just them kind of making Dustin feel like a loser. Yeah, I think the overuse of the spidey sense with Will kind of thing bum me out yeah that that's where i'll go from here like pet peeves yeah what were your like your major qualms with this season anything that nancy did i just (laughs) don't like you really did not like those two i didn't like those two at all this season they were just very nothing to me and it was annoying i've got a i've got a large list of pet peeves despite really liking the season yeah i really like this season too um i did not like you know what i know the hate's flowing through you so i want Give me some pet peeves right yeah, now. Yeah, I'll, I'll just start listing them off, and you can kind of agree. Um, thought they overdid the '80s uh, vibe of the clothes and the. I thought it was cool, but that's just like I felt like Nancy was like even she was a little over the top. Oh, the hair like, bummed me out a lot. And then like, um, like Will shorts. Everyone's shorts, <laughs> not just Will, but everyone's shorts. Where I feel like, like I I wasn't. They were old too- enough to remember a lot of the eighties, but I just don't remember it being that old, like, like that, that short. You know what I mean? Like those were. Well, if they were short, they also weren't 
I don't feel like that they were also like high. I know like, like short shorts like, are like kind of in, you know, like everyone's doing the. Maybe I'm just misremembering, and it was like on point. Yeah, um, that was a pet peeve. The things are gonna go really badly for the crew. Someone's gonna die. This is gonna happen. This Nancy's trapped in the thing with the monster who's just staring at her for some reason. Like monster, do something. Yeah, the mo- the monster like waits dramatically to like pin her. The monster knows he's in a movie. That's what oh, really that that is always annoying. bummed me out. It's like it's always taking this one last second to like. This kill is them. literally a monster that's just like melting and disintegrating people and eating them. And yet, with it's our really cast disgusting. of characters, our cast of characters, they always get that pregnant pause. For someone to save them. Yeah. And, and they it's do. It's kind of like getting a last line if you get shot in the head. It's like. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So. Uh, I also. The that monster one, was super and they did gross. That a lot. Yeah, I didn't mind the monster being gross, though. Really? I kind of was like. That was kind of gross. But. Let me go with another one. I Give never felt one. like they were in danger. You never felt like they were in danger? Never. No one ever actually okay. seemed like they were going to die. Piggybacking off of that. Out of all the town members, because they do that cutaway where, like, all these people are being, like, signaled. They're being activated, you know, and, like, rushing over to become a part of, like, become the monster, essentially. Be absorbed into it. Not one of these kids, like, <laughs> just, like, was off doing something on their own and did, like, Billy attacked him. I feel like those that's Billy's prime targets. Uh, he can't get, like, Caleb by himself or Erica or Dustin, who's just doing random shit and just... Yeah. None of those kids got act like well, that's how I'm saying. He, like he, Billy's only goal was getting strong enough. Billy as the monster, his yeah. only goal was getting strong enough to be able to fight Eleven. So it didn't really matter who he got. He just needed more flesh to turn into more monster. I'm just saying, like one of these guys could have been absorbed and it could have been like a thing. How do we save Caleb and all these other people? Because oh, are all those other because he's melted? Are all those other people dead at this point? You killed the monster. Those people are dead, right? Yeah. That's like forty. To 50 at least at least that monster yeah. was enormous and you're telling me that all those people are just dead out of this tiny town with like it seemed 3, like it was people? able to summon rats wouldn't just summoning more rats have been easier i feel like that would have been cooler <laughs> just like a giant rat monster yeah they killed off the old lady which i didn't like but that scene of her like eating fertilizer Ugh. that was that was some like horror movie quality stuff yeah really good the show has pivoted like more sci-fi than horror oh yeah and more comedy than, like it's a, it's now a funny show. With, I'm into it. Yeah, it's 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 fine. Yeah, but it, it's a totally different tone than season one, because the beauty of season one is it's a missing person show. It's yeah, the missing it's, person shows are awesome. They're always, like, they're always so. Where's Will? Is Will gonna get out? Wow! Like, and then you have like a superhuman come out. There of it. used to just be so much mystery with the show, and so much like you didn't you didn't really know what was gonna happen. Now you feel, kind of feel like like. They've okay. defined a lot of the parameters. They have a formula problem now. Yeah. So I'm hoping you know what's going to happen. They season. split the pack up in the two different cities. Yeah. That it's no longer Hawkins, and that something's got to give. You know, it's... Hawkins can't have a fourth attack. That would be absurd. No, they're moving. That's what's <laughs> happening in season four. And this is what I'm kind of getting into to wrap it up is like some speculations. Uh-huh. Number one speculation: Hawkins won't be the setting of the next season. There's no way. It they're going to Mother Russia. They're to Russia. They're going like, to Russia. Like Rocky himself, he's like, to beat him, I must train there. Yeah, he's got, I got to get there. <laughs> yeah. I got to train in the snow with them. You know, like that's what's going to happen. Um, they're going to Russia, which brings me to the next point. Why are they going to Russia? Because at the end of season eight, you see the cutaway. Episode eight, season three. 
episode. Why do I keep saying season eight? <laughs> I'm so, uh, Game of Thrones, maybe. Um, you see at the very end, past the credits a little bit, they're like in a weird Russian like prison. Mm-hmm. The guards are coming by, and in Russian they say, oh, no, not the American. Grab the other guy. And then they feed this other Russian prisoner to what is then a Demogorgon that they've captured. Was it a Demogorgon or a Demodog? It's a Demogorgon, I think. I see, I thought it was a Demodog. I don't remember. That's why season two is so forgettable to me, man. <laughs> I thought it was the dog, which is like a Gorgon with a dog head. I mean, with the, which is like a dog, dog with a body. Head. I don't know. I got on two legs. I don't know, man. Probably wasn't one of the Demodogs. I would be much happier if it was the Gorgon. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if it was a bigger thing. Well, there's even alluding to it in, like, where Erica sees that giant cage. It was like, what was that thing? How big was the Demogorgon? It was, like, nine feet, and she sees that cage there. Uh, yeah, so right. maybe they have captured some of these monsters from this world. I, I feel like their thing is that Russia's trying to weaponize them. Yeah. However, and now they got Eleven has to save the world. I do not think that that's Hopper in that cage. Who do you think it is? I think it's Eleven's dada. Real dad? Remember the scientist with the blonde hair that they called Dada? Because he would know how to open these portals. He would know what's inside of them. He would know all that stuff. I think before, and it all, because there's no way to describe Hopper not being vaporized unless he jumped inside the Upside Down. I've already, I'm about to debunk your, your heinous theory. When he's there and he throws Dolph Lundgren into the machine mm-hmm. and it creates that force field that he can't actually walk past. Everyone behind that force field in like those hazmat suits was vaporized. Right. What I'm saying is everything in front of it was not vaporized. The portal closes and everything's protected because that wall is not like burnt up or anything. Right. But there's like no sign of him. So I think he. I yeah. Think, because like they everyone ran out. I think Hopper's in the upside down. I think Hopper's in the jail cell. But how would he end up in Russia? In because the, the Russians were, that's still their facility. The U.S. government's not there. They were, they showed up immediately after. Remember, Paul Schaefer showed up. You and... think they're going to go through that <laughs> 10 mile hallway all the way down to this place, like immediately? I, I, I do. I'm saying the Russians got that boy out and, like, he's in Mother Russia. I, I think that that's a plausible one. I yeah. still think he jumped in the upside down. He's, like, trapped there. He's either trapped there or that's how he ended up in Russia. He he went out an exit that was in Russia. And like came in. Oh, okay. And he's like, oh, shit, now I'm in Russia. Yeah, but you think that weirdo psycho. I think it, because they made it too on the nose that that was like, I actually touched my nose. <laughs> <laughs> they made it too. You really did. <laughs> they made it too on the nose to go, no, not the American. It wasn't even like subtle. It was like so over the top. So oh, yeah. I think they want us to think it's Hopper. But it's and then, not. It's going to be... And we need him to get Hopper it's back. It's going to be Dada, and she's going to help Eleven, and he's going to help Eleven go back inside the Upside Down, and now they're going to rescue Hopper. Yeah, Hopper's not dead. There's no way, yeah. right? So I think it's his turn to be rescued since he's been doing all the rescuing. Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Hey, okay, that's a solid theory. I so, do that. Yeah, that, I just... That's race, what I'm hoping, at least, because that would change the show. But we're both in agreement. Hopper's not dead. No. No way. No, he's like the How, best character. I, he's the best character on the show. Yeah. No chance. What would that would be like killing Jon Snow. Which they did. Yes. That would be like killing Ned Stark in season one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no. No, that would be like killing Tony like, Soprano yeah. season one. It would be like killing Tony Soprano in season three. Yeah. yeah. That would be like wait, it's what? Like, where, where do we like, go from here? Yeah, I like everyone else here, but I kinda need this guy. Yeah, you need him. <laughs> god. 
Game of Thrones, um, I miss you already. Okay, so final thoughts. Um, we need a Game of Thrones podcast to just talk about our grief. Final score. You had, uh, I think, a five or five and a half for season two? I think I had like a five and a half for season two. I think season one, I'll go ahead and like rank it at this point as well. I think saving one, like a solid eight. Okay. That was really good. I think this one, I'm giving it a seven. Okay. Cool seven. I would give season one an eight and a half. Okay. Thoroughly enjoyed season one. It was really good. I think I cranked it out in like 24 hours. Yeah, Not in one day, but I think I like watched it, woke up. I mean, went to bed, woke up, and finished it. I think me and Taylor did the same thing. Um, season two, five and a half. Okay, yeah. Same. Season three, I would give it an eight. You give it an eight? I would give it an eight because if we're going on grades, I wouldn't score it a C plus. I'd give it a B minus. I'd give it a B. And a and a seven point five is a C. Yeah. So I don't like the number system. I'm giving I'm giving season three. Yeah, let's let's give grades. I'm giving season three B plus. Season three B plus. I'm B giving plus. season three B. Okay. I'm giving season one an A minus. Got it. I'm giving season two a D. Like you just pass D plus. D was D passing in public school? D D's passing everywhere. The only place it doesn't pass is private you, school. You just oh really? Yeah. If it doesn't pass you. You just don't get the credit. Oh, you'll fail. It was it was. Uh, then why call it a D? C and below was. Hold on, but what is your D? Uh, below seventy, so sixty-nine uh, see, to sixty. Public was, school a D is a seventy to a seventy-four. Whoa, really? Yes, and a no. C is a seventy-five to seventy-nine. They really screwed with my head there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's our stranger. Thing season three recap. You're finally, we able to say it right. Good yeah. job. <laughs> it's been a rough morning for me. It's been a rough week. Uh, it, yeah. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this just, podcast, just tell your friends or podcasts like this. We'd love to talk movies more. We don't talk movies as much as we want to, or shows for that matter. Yeah, because we really love talking movies. Because we and like shows. the we like to pretend like we're well rounded, but <laughs> nope. But um, hopefully we can talk more movies on this and, and you guys will enjoy it. I really hope. Just listen to us, please. Please. Now that the show is over and we have jointly exercised our constitutional rights, we would like to leave you with one very important thought. Sometime in the future, you may have the opportunity to serve as a juror in a censorship case or a so-called obscenity case. It would be wise to...